Just the worst time to grab a LaCroix. Oh my god. Ow. Well, welcome back to the Legionnaire. I am your co-host, Will. And I'm joined with my poorly taste. My brother has poor taste. Oh, I heard those I hope those people heard that beautiful can open. Ew. We used to hate LaCroix. What happened? <laughs> you talk about it like it's some betrayal. I kind of am, because sparkling water is disgusting. I don't know. It's like, it happened when I was home over um, 4th of July. I just had it, and I, like, it was in the boat, and I was like, try something. I was like, all right. So I drank something. I was like, ooh, this is pretty good. Ew. I'd rather just drink water. It is water. Mm-mm. <laughs> It is, it's is, legitimately just water. That shit is not water. That shit is static water. Well, you want... Here, let's read the ingredient list. Ingredients list. Only carbonated water. Naturally essenced. That's it. the hell does that mean? It's carbonated water with like... Naturally mm, essenced. Natural flavoring. I don't fucking know. It sounds disgusting. I don't like drinking it. It tastes gross and... Water has such a better taste to it. Regular should I have water. an? Should this be an ASMR of me just drinking this? Please don't. Ew! Stop. That's disgusting. I hate Lacroix. The only ten listeners we have just dropped. Now Lacroix, if you want to sponsor us, I'll change my mind. But not like we even run ads. But like, if Lacroix does, I'd run a. I'd run a Lacroix ad. If they make a better drink, I would. What's a better drink? I don't know. Something that doesn't taste like static. You know that uh, it's like that episode of Seinfeld and someone's asking. I don't know how it comes up. It's like George asked, like, what's better than a Pepsi? You're telling me beer's better than Pepsi? Wine. Wine. That's right. They're going to a dinner party and George wanted to bring in a bottle of Pepsi, which <laughs> makes sense. Plop down a bottle of Pepsi on the dinner table. You're good to go. Really? Hell yeah. Do you drink Pepsi? I don't drink literally anything besides water. No. You know what I started drinking recently is oat milk. Oat milk? What the heck? Like is almond that? milk. Like silk? Almond milk? You've never had you've never heard of almond milk? I've heard of almond milk, but I've never heard of oat milk. Well it's an oat. I mean like I don't whatever. You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't because oat milk isn't the same as almond milk. I feel like it is the same thing. Well, then it would be called almond milk, wouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Maybe it's their synonymous terms. It's oh, way too confusing. No, it's I drink, not. I just drink water, and I'll have milk with cereal. Wait, do you just drink the milk? No, I mix it in for my smoothies anyway. So I put like frozen banana and either like strawberries or frozen blueberries in, and then I put my chocolate protein powder, and then I'll pour the 
almond milk in. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. Drink it on the way to work. And then I have to clean it out after work because the gross bottle just sits stewing in my car. It's kind of gross, but yeah. Doesn't Wash sound... it out. Ew. Sounds gross. <laughs> well, yeah, it is until you wash it. Then it's fine. I guess. Speaking of gross. I was just going to say Dude, that. Dude, how about that transition? <laughs> so you want to lead, lead us into this? You, you were the one who started it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Speaking of gross, uh, today Will and I are going to talk about the grossly awesome movie, Suicide, the, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's not Suicide Squad. You're going to get bullied for saying that. You know who should get bullied for putting the in front of words? Kids who go to Ohio State. They're like, oh my, go to the Ohio State. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were the biggest idiot I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know why it's called The Suicide, because I just call this movie Suicide Squad to people, because nobody ever refers to the other Suicide Squad movie as a good one. Like I, People, yeah. No, keep going. Sorry. I was going to say, you'd be, you'd be, I don't think I've ever met a single person who thinks that that original Suicide Squad movie, the 2016 one, is better than this one, The Suicide Squad. I do. You haven't even seen it, I bet. I know, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. And yet again, there's another movie we talk, there's another sequel to a movie that we talk about where you haven't seen the predecessor. Which, what's the other one? I oh, don't I... know, like, there's like Ant-Man that like we could talk about and you haven't seen like the sequel or like. Well, that's different. I've seen this, I've seen the, the Suicide Squad, but I haven't seen Suicide Squad. I've seen Ant-Man, but I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. And Riley keeps giving me shit about it. He's like, you need to watch it, it's really good. And I'm like, eh. I don't care. I know where it goes. Yeah, it's not that good. But that being said, um, the nice thing about this movie is that you don't need to know literally anything about the other movie to understand this movie. And as I can confirm that because I didn't know anything about the other movie. Yeah, it just uses it like uses some old characters. <sighs> okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into like spoilers yet. But like, I just want to talk about. Yeah, no, that's cool. Because there's a, oh my god, when the movie starts out, there's a whole lot of team members. I can't even like begin to name all of them. The only ones that I remember are the ones in like that we follow a lot throughout the movie, and that being Peacemaker, John Cena, Idris Elba, Bloodsport, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, Cleo, I don't know her last name, Ratcatcher 2, King Shark, Nanawe. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I love him. I love him. Um, I don't. This guy know, plays Rick Flag. I don't know the actor's name who plays Rick Flag either. He's always in movies playing like the same role. I feel like. Yeah, and then is it Brian Dalschmott? I think that's oh how the it, guy who does the who's Polka, Polka Dot Man yeah, who's the, been in the Dark Knight trilogy, the MCU, and now the the DCEU. He's in like every superhero project if he's in the he's been in the flash too like the tv show the flash yeah he was in like season four i don't know this dude is really he's a really good actor though but i he shows up in like everything he does he he genuinely shows up in every superhero project i feel like yeah everything because he was in uh he's in batman the long halloween 
Oh yeah, we gotta watch that. He voices Calendar Man in that. Calendar Man. What a boring. No, I'm hey, no. Calendar Man shows. Oh, spoil. Okay, mini spoiler. Calendar Man is in this <laughs> for like two seconds. He is. That was you know Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother. It, it, where no. he says where they first meet Polka Dot Man uh-huh. in um where were they in Bell Rev? Yeah, yeah. And um, they they're taking the collar off, and one of the inmates behind Amanda Waller and Peacemaker and uh, Bloodsport. He's like, hey, Polka Dot Man, can you come to my son's birthday party, you effing P-word? And there's a dude who had tattoos around, like, his head. And it said, like, January, February, March. Oh, really? April, May. Yeah, it was Calendar Man. Oh, how about that? I didn't I didn't see that. Wow. Fake fan. Wait, actually, this is a good, did you see the movie in theaters or did you see it on HBO Max? Oh, I saw it in theaters. Okay, because this is a big topic as well, because the movie is doing fairly poorly at the box office that being it's not doing it's fairly really, poorly it's eating stuff yeah at the well, box office well that's the thing it's like it's released on streaming on hbo max and it's in the theaters but the thing is i don't know what hbo max's subscriber numbers are right now when this movie released i don't think they changed nearly as much as they did when the snyder cut came out because those numbers like went through the roof when the Snyder Cut came out. Like, I don't think there's ever been that many people subscribing to a streaming platform in that short period of time. Like, Disney Plus had a lot for Mando, but I think... Didn't HBO Max crash? HBO Max did crash. Like, it, everyone was trying to watch the Snyder Cut when it came out. Not the same for the Suicide Squad. But, like, the thing that, that bothers me is that this movie is just, like after seeing it because when i first saw the movie i thought it was fun but the more i think about it this movie is a lot of fun this is like it's really good it's a really fun movie just to watch and being in the theater it just it enhances that experience so i i don't know i'm bummed seeing that it's underperforming at the box office because i'm afraid that warner brothers is just going to be like all the numbers are bad at the box office so we can't green light a sequel for this or something even though I doubt that they're going to do it because the movie is doing very well critically and audience wise as well. Yeah. I haven't read a negative review about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cause some people, this is just, and these are all still spoiler free thoughts of mine, but like I saw a bunch of reviews saying the best, and these are actually people reviewing the best DC movie to date. This is the best DCEU movie. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't. I would not go that far to say that it's the best DC movie or the best DC EU movie. Best DC EU movie is still the Snyder Cut. Like yeah. you, that movie is kind of god tier. Like it, it's kind of crazy how good that movie actually is and how it wasn't released in theaters. Best DC movie is like the best movie of all time, being The Dark Knight. So I don't know what people are saying. I think they're just like get out of the theaters and they're on a movie high and they're like, oh, that was the best movie of all time. I don't think I'd even put Suicide Squad above any of the other Dark Knight trilogy movies. Maybe. I don't know. I was going to say maybe Batman Begins, but I don't even know. No, I wouldn't put it over any of the Dark Knight movies now that you think about it. Not not shitting on this movie. I really love the Suicide Squad. It was it was really no. good. No, no, no. This movie was a lot of fun, but it's like I think about it. It's probably the... F- fifth best dce movie fifth or sixth best dc dc movie i guess overall and this movie is a lot a lot of fun but i mean 
I think people are kind of getting a little too out of hand saying that stuff. But that being said, like the Dark Knight trilogy is a more serious narrative. Like, the the screenplay, the writing, the characters, it's a darker feel. Zack Snyder's Justice League has its own unique feel like being a team up. This movie is just fun. Like I don't think there's a part in this movie where it's kind of boring. I think the, the movie gets going at the beginning and it just doesn't stop. It's just nonstop, like fun action adventure Comedy. superhero. Yeah. It, it's just a really, really fun movie. And I, I, at first when I got out of the theater, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was okay. I think I was hoping for something a little more serious, but the more I think about it, the more I realize there's nothing else that they could have done with this because it was just, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Yeah, I think I, they, you hit a point where, like, in certain type of superhero movies where you can't really take yourself too seriously. But, like, a movie like a Batman movie can't be, like, too not, like, how do I say this? A, a Batman movie can't be too fun and not taking itself seriously. Then it's not Batman. That's not inherent to who he is. But, like, if you think about, like, the Suicide Squad is, like, who it is at, like, a comic book series. I haven't, excuse me, I haven't read the series. Um, I'm sure you have. I mean, you, I don't, have you read the Suicide Squad comics? i read them i read the new 52 i did not read pre new 52 and i did not read rebirth Rebirth. okay so yeah but it's because we were talking i was trying to explain this to people who were asking me is like what's this movie like what's it similar is it like guardians of the galaxy i'm like i if i were to describe it as a amalgamation of mcu movies it's it's like the guardians of the galaxy mixed with deadpool Mm mm-hmm but like in the DC universe. Yeah. Well, so that's another thing as well is I, the, the first thing I said, I watched this movie with my, with Michael. And the first thing I said to him when the movie got done was, so James Gunn had all of the creative freedom that he had to make this movie. Like yeah. they clearly didn't say no to anything with him making this movie. No, there's so much just like crazy stuff. Just like what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah, it it's like at their points, like it was so gory at points. I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> well, so I guess do we just want to get rolling with the spoilers? Yeah, because I feel like we've done enough hopping around it. If you haven't seen the movie, I would recommend Turn back. I would I would definitely recommend watching it. It's a very fun movie and I don't think you'll be bored watching it. it like the whole two hours is very fun. Actually, before we get into the spoilers, do you want to know who asked me if this movie was worth watching? Who? dad oh really yeah dad texted me he's like have you seen the suicide squad and i'm like yeah it's really good you should watch it and i was like then i thought about it i'm like would dad like this movie i don't think he would i don't think dad would i mean like i think did he like did he mom like deadpool oh yeah they love deadpool see i think they like deadpool more than this because this was way more gory than deadpool is well, I think this is a little more weird than Deadpool 2. I think yeah. this movie might get a little too weird for them. Where yeah. they're like, Ugh, I, this is... Because Deadpool weird. is just like dirty, dark comedy. And Deadpool is... I don't know. I think Deadpool is worse than this. But like this... Okay, so I guess before we get into spoilers, there's two different styles of gore. There's realistic and... Realistic comic gore. And then there's like... Cartoon. actiony cartoony comic gore and this one is very cartoony very, action very. comic because there's a part where um 
and this is shown in the trailers i guess you could say it's a minor spoiler but like there's a part where king shark like rips a dude apart remember yeah. the lightning in the background and he rips that dude that's like cartoony comic booky action but i mean it's rated r and it, it like i'm glad that it has it's that because rated r <laughs> because it's just fun it's like oh you you won't get to see that in a pg-13 avengers movie mm-hmm. or something but yeah i guess yeah. overall thoughts for this movie before we get into spoilers definitely worth it if you're looking to just watch a fun goofy comic book movie that's has a it has a great plot it's very self-contained the characters are fun if you're just looking to have a fun time i would say watch the suicide squad yep okay now are we getting into spoilers batman dies i can't believe this (laughs) (laughs) no okay so you talked about the gore I was not. I, I knew the movie was rated R, but I didn't know what to expect. I was not prepared when Pete Davidson's character died at the beginning and his face blew. Dude. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I was like, "I was not prepared for this." I was not expecting that at all. And then, so I going into the movie, they like kept promoting all these members of the Suicide Squad, and James Gunn kept saying like, "People are gonna die in this movie." I knew like the people I knew were gonna die was that starfire looking alien chick yeah pete davidson's guy um michael rooker uh, i don't know what his white the white-haired dude yeah the white-haired dude i I think savant his name was savant weasel even though he didn't really die (laughs) yeah that was weird i thought he was kind of funny um but like everyone on that team the only people who because when i went into this movie i said to michael i was like the people who won't die are captain boomerang (laughs) rick flag (laughs) Um, John Cena, Bloodsport, Harley Quinn, Ratcatcher, and King Shark. I was like, those. I'm like, I'm certain that those people won't die. Captain you were Boomerang, wrong half of those people. Captain Boomerang died like in the beginning, and I was like, oh, what? Like, that actually really bummed me out and like kind of made me upset because I loved him in the original. So he died right away in this one, and I was like, oh. I was so bummed. And he got, like, hit by a bunch of wood sticks and then, like, a helicopter just Dude, yeah. mowed him down. I was, yeah, the movie, the opening, like, fight scene, I was like, I was not prepared for this level of gore right away. I mean, like, it was, like, you get used to it. But, like, I, the rest of the movie, I was, like, going through, like, sitting there. I was like, someone's head's just going to blow up right now. I was like, I'm just, I'm waiting for, like, ex- like explosive, just random gore to show up. And I'm like, someone's just going to explode right now. Yeah, I... <sighs> I knew when like Savant was gonna get his head blown up. I was like, I don't know how bad this is gonna look. Like, because it's rated R, and I know James Gunn pushes the limits and just goes crazy. So when his head was about to get blown up, I was like, uh, I hope this isn't like super bad, where it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now that we're on this, like, this is kind of uh, related, dude. Viola Davis as Amanda Waller is the. perfect casting Mm -hmm. oh my like people say like their favorite character in the movie like and like yours is king shark and the idea i think mine might be amanda waller she is so believable in this movie and she is like because i just know amanda waller from like young justice and she's like kind of crazy and she's like doesn't care and viola davis just I think it's Viola. Riley told me it was Viola Davis. I could be completely no, making it's this Viola up. Davis. Okay, she nailed Amanda Waller. Like no, she did. Yeah, I don't think there was a bad performance in this movie at all. No, 
literally all of them i honestly of everyone i'm i'm just very like lukewarm on idris elba it's i'm just like cool he did fine he did a good job he, he he's cool a, he did a really good job but he got outshined by like, like everyone's john, john cena really stood out rick flag really stood out for me. margot robbie she she really stood out to me as well like she was that's something i want to talk about in the first suicide squad movie she got over sexualized so much where it's like close-ups of her ass and like close-ups of her like wearing a bra and it's like the hell is happening right now and then in this one she actually was like not being sexualized and being an actual character who had a character arc and i was like she's really good in this movie i loved her in the movie she oh my god dude margot robbie is like i've because okay i was just i was just playing arkham knight earlier today and like i was like because i that was like the harley the quintessential harley quinn for me because like you're seeing her in like other like movies and so i was like yeah it's not the arkham dude the I think Margot Robbie's the best Harley Quinn I've seen in anything. I don't think there is any other Harley Quinn. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Are you talking like are you talking about like in the Batman games and just like DC content in general? I think she yeah. like does a really really good job. No, she nails that performance. She she's really good. I, I yeah, Idris Elba did a good job, but like John Cena just I really really enjoyed his character. I, the, I, dude, I lost it. The thing that sucked, because in our theater, there was only, like, ten people in there total, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, when they're all in this base camp for the first night that they set up on Corto Maltese Island, and um, they, like, Nanawe's about to eat Rat Catcher 2, and they're all freaking out and everything, and... Mm-hmm um Bloodsport says to peacemaker he's like you were in tidy whiteies and he's like that's racist <laughs> i Dude. lost it in the theater i was like because <laughs> james gunn got canceled for being like racist i think yeah like old racist tweets so then when john cena said that in the movie his character i was like laughing my ass off because i just thought it was funny nobody else in the theater was like laughing at all at any of the jokes and i was just like this is a funny movie right now. Why are you guys people? Why are you people not laughing? Oh, Riley and I and Ted were just geeking out laughing the whole time. Like there are parts like other people would be laughing, but like I swear to God, most of the time it's just us three were just like peeing our pants laughing. Oh my God. Yeah. No. Okay. I guess that's another thing to talk about though, because some of the humor in this really stuck with me and some of it kind of fell flat. Yeah. Some of it was like a little, tr- trying a little too hard. Like it wasn't as it didn't fall as flat as some of the guardians Two humor does oh for me, God. but like there are definitely some things in this movie where I'm just kind of like, eh, because when I think about a movie and rewatchability, I think about how these jokes are going to sit with me if I watch it a second time. And I talk about that kind of with the last Jedi where I knew immediately when they made that your mom joke at the beginning of it, I was like, this is not going to make me happy when I watch it a second time. Or Luke with the, the grass. Yeah. Oh, that's a big one too. So the, this one, like, when they first did the joke with uh, Polka Dot Man, where he said that he sees his mom everywhere, oh my I was like, God. I was like, that's kind of funny. And then when the end of the movie where they're fighting Starro and it was his mom, I was like, oh my, I thought I was, that was funny. I thought it was kind of funny, but I was like, eh, not my, not my cup of tea. I thought it was funny. Okay, speaking of that last battle, it's very smart that they killed Polka Dot Man off right away because realistically he could have totally obliterated starro oh yeah 100 percent. i knew uh, i knew when he was yelling i'm a superhero and i was like 
it feels like you're standing there for too long right now and nothing is happening yeah the way the shot was framed yeah you're right actually the way the shot was framed and then he got crushed and i was like damn there's a way like shots are framed before something bad happens to a character you like you see it and you're like something bad's gonna happen right now because i don't know why the camera looks like this yeah um yeah i'm trying to think there was another scene in the beginning of the movie oh um and like this is just kind of i'm a big baby when it comes to movies but in back to that scene where nanawe was about to eat rat catcher 2 and she says to him would you eat your friends and he says like i know friends i was like really sad when he said that because i was like this guy doesn't have any friends like he's just a big shark and he's so lovable like king shark was so lovable in this movie he was just so i loved him so much in this movie he just just, like seemed like a big sweetheart bird bird dude bird i I love that i was so mad that that joke was in the trailer because i was just waiting for it to come out in this movie (laughs) where they're like ratatouille what do you got oh nothing on here bird bird (laughs) that's just been going around on the internet so much now too where uh i just i love it and so another thing i guess back with like the actors and their performances they all felt like they had a great chemistry together too yeah they they because you i've seen like behind the scenes pictures of like the cast on set and they looked like they were having fun oh my god the movie looked like it was just so much fun filming. Like yeah. I've, I've gone back and watched this scene a couple times now where um they get help from the resistance fighters and they're about to go into the city of Corto Maltese. Oh and my the God. chick is like, she's like, here are your disguises and you'll wear them when you walk into the city. That being said though, the walking Tiburon is going to have to stay out of sight. Uh, wear disguise. And then like rat catcher two is like, Oh, what kind of disguise are you gonna wear fake mustache <laughs> he does like the fake mustache thing if you look at like her rat catcher 2's reaction and you look at john cena and Idris elba you can see them visibly laughing during the scene like actually breaking character and it just i felt like i just felt like there was such a good chemistry in this movie that made me enjoy it so much more i'm so glad they have sylvester stallone playing king shark like he knows his role now he's like rocky and he's just like whatever big dumb creature comes along he's got that perfect voice where you can just come and be like (laughs) yeah no i i thought he was so funny i that's another thing i guess speaking with the chemistry because on the next scene they end up in like a bar and the there's that dance music that's playing and you see them having drinks and you know just clubbing Oh my god, it just that part made me so happy because it just looked like it was so much fun. There wasn't a part in this movie where I was super bored during. No, I wasn't. Yeah. It's kind of ballsy that they pulled Starro in for the main villain of this movie. I yeah, I think about it because it sounded like James Gunn wanted to use Superman. Like he wanted them to try and kill Superman or something. That's crazy. And this is something that I've been thinking about and I've been talking about and just kind of thinking. I think these the DC movies now just need to be like, you can create your own franchise. Like, you can create your own Suicide Squad, but th- put that in its own pocket. Like, don't have it connected with Zack Snyder's Justice League. So make when you make the Batman movie, have it be its own thing. Have it be a self-contained DC movie and don't have it be like, 
trying to fit in with the other movies that are out or like the Joker or the Suicide Squad or Shazam. Just like make the movie and have it be its own thing. And if you want to build a franchise around that, then you can do it. But like, don't try to connect all these stories like Marvel's doing. Like, I honestly love it if they because if they did like the Suicide Squad, Superman was evil and they had to kill him and they do. Like, I'd love that. Just like make these self-contained stories. I don't know how I feel about that. I agree with what you say about like the Batman and Joker. Um, the thing is, I, I agree with not connecting um, Suicide Squad and Zack Snyder's Justice League right now because it's not earned yet. Because if they keep building these movies up and like say they continue with Zack Snyder's Justice League vision and we continue to see more of the Justice League, I can, and if they and they continue more with Suicide Squad, but like not like they like reference each other, but you never see them. And eventually, we have like small crossovers and like organic ways that you could see a crossover happening in the future. Then I'd be okay with it. But right now, I'm okay with them not talking to each other. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. Um. This is and there's some big things, I guess, going in a different direction, filmmaking wise, that makes this one better than the other. And I think the big, the, one of the biggest things is the color. This movie has so much color in it. It pops. Like, the, there's just, the color palette for this movie is not nearly as, like, dark as the first one was. The, the first one was all, like, gray and brown and black. And I was like, oh, this is ugly. I don't like it. Like, this. Snyder's Justice League, but, like, doesn't fit. No, it doesn't fit at all. This one has, like, red, yellow, uh, these bright colors. Bright blue. blue. Yeah. It just, it felt more, it fit more, I guess. And I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Dude, I I think for, I might be wrong, but I think Starro's like scream cry was God, like Godzilla's old scream cry from like. I think it was too. Dude, Starro as a villain freaks me out. Like, cause that is like the villain that is like most like in real life if like an alien shows up and like they start just putting like you become part of the mindless entity that is becomes that like you're a collect you're part of a collective mind that freaks me out i was like god i don't like this kind of freaks me out well he, even he had a character arc because he was like i at the end of the movie when he dies he's like i would have yeah, i just wanted to float around in space or he, he says something like i wanted to stare at the stars that was kind of sad uh, yeah it's like way to go united states government <laughs> Because I guess let's talk about the plot then, because the Suicide Squad is going into Corto Maltese to destroy this information at Jotunheim that is being kept there. Okay, was this Jotunheim just a total ripoff of Jotunheim from the MCU? I might have been, honestly. I don't know. You, you know what Jotunheim is, right? Yeah. In the a, MCU? It's, yeah, yeah it's, an, it's a realm. It's the Frost Giant realm. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I don't know if that was. I was like, they said Jotunheim. I'm like, is this an episode of Punked? I, I don't know if it was a reference to that or not. But I, the Suicide Squad has to destroy this information that's being kept at Jotunheim, and in Jotunheim is Starro. But their mission is to destroy this information that's there, and um, they find out that the United States government had like kept Starro in corto maltese because he had like those special abilities and they wanted to do do research and experiments on him to see if they could like harness that power sort of and use it against the rest of the world because it's mind control and you see characters like uncover this and you have two different perspectives you have 
Rick Flag, who devotes his life to like the government and doing the right thing. And he realizes that they've been experimenting on moms, dads, children, and that's just morally wrong. Then you have John Cena's peacemaker who <laughs> he loves peace. He'll do, he'll kill every man, woman, and child there is to have peace. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, obviously then like those two pit heads with one another, like towards the end of the movie, like towards the climax. And, um, that's one of the things that bummed me out because I, I didn't want Rick flag to die, man. I really loved him in this movie. I didn't love him, but I liked, yeah, I liked him. I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, darn. I was what just... I am glad about is that John Cena isn't totally dead. Ah, <laughs> oh, I was, dude. The post credit scene where they're like, we brought him back to life. There was something wrong with his heart. I was like, oh, it's Rick Flagg. He didn't die. And then it was John Cena. And I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. But I, I, the plot of the movie then where it's like, because Amanda Waller doesn't care about star or like what happens with them. She just wants the United States government to look clean Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want the world to find out about. She doesn't want an international incident to occur where they discover that, Oh yeah. The U S government was experimenting on children with (laughs) this alien. So uh, the plot of it, like it, it has like deeper, like for as goofy and as funny as this movie is like, it has pretty deep, uh, deep uh, metaphors like that go on inside of the movie so deep message i think that's what makes a movie good because if it didn't have it i think you'd just be like all right whatever mm-hmm. it's fun it's dumb gory funny but like not there wasn't a, there wasn't there wasn't anything substance beneath the surface so there's and there's substance beneath beneath the surface in this movie yeah like i i was really really rooting because when they were about to leave and just not fight star i was like oh what I knew that they were going to turn around and fight, but I was like, come on, guys, let's turn back around. And then they yeah. sick, like, splash page where it's like the Suicide Squad versus Starro the Conqueror. Yeah. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. I also, I don't know why, I I loved the freaking, the Milton joke where Milton dies. Who's Milton? <laughs> what? I don't know a Milton... He has been with us the entire time. time. (laughs) God, poor Milton. Hey, Milton. I'm not Milton. What do you mean you're not Milton? We just had a 20-minute conversation about how your name was Milton. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, this movie is just... There are so many things that go on within this movie that I enjoy so much. Like, I enjoyed Harley's little love interest plotline with the president. Oh, my God. That was so funny. And she shoots him, and she gives, like, this explanation. Like, see, I... Just got out of a really bad relationship and if i knew if i met a guy with bad bad intentions i couldn't be with him so i'm sorry i can't be with you and she's like shoot he's like bleeding out on the floor and he's like Whoa! And she's like i know what you're thinking harley why did you do this oh i thought that was so i loved that and i i loved her like little escape thing to get out of that prison that she was being held in oh my like, gosh the montage of her like doing all those things yeah and she gets out and they're like, we're getting into break you. She's like, me? I mean, I could go back inside. <laughs> it's, I love it so much, man. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. This might have been just me, but like when they said like, there's like, oh, Corto Maltese and they're on this like 
tropical island in the ocean. I'm sitting here thinking the entire time in the not the entire time but near the end. I was like, I cannot wait for them to go to Santa Prisca and meet Bane for the first time. Like at some point in the DCU, I'm like, I am very excited to see the DCEU's take on Bane. <laughs> I I hope they introduce him and I hope they have like Santa Prisca. I I don't know when they would introduce it though. Not anytime soon, but I mean, maybe, but I don't know. That was just the one thing I was thinking about. And I was just like, God, I, I just, I've been watching a lot of Young Justice clips recently. And like when Batman, like Batman Incorporated invades um, Santa Prisca Island because mm-hmm. the League of, League of Shadows is training there. Yeah. Yeah, that was in season three. Yeah. I was like sitting there. I was like in the movie, like Corner Maltese. I'm sitting there like, God, I wonder what Bane would look like in the DCEU. Because doesn't Dave Batista want to play Bane? I think he does. Yeah, he also is like at war with pretty much every production company he's ever worked with. Because I think he is with Marvel and Disney more so than Warner Brothers. Yeah, because Disney has pissed everyone off recently. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson's kind of upset. It sounds like Emma Stone is upset, but she's still getting a sequel to her movie. So. I don't really know how that works. I don't know how you're going to sue the company that you're working for and then get a sequel. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's mainly just because like, you promised us this amount of money, but you it's like, I understand a deal's a deal. Like, I hope they get their money because like, on, at the end of the day, like Disney has a monopoly over like the entertainment market at this point. Um, But like, you're millionaires. Oh, boo hoo. I side more with the actors on it just because like, I, oh, think I do too. From, I think it's more from a creative perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if they wanted to, they could have like been like, can we restructure your contract in light of what's going on right now? But no, it yeah. sounds like they didn't. So it's like, okay, well, what did you expect to happen then? Yeah. Apparently this new Bob Chapek guy running Disney's like completely undoing everything. Uh, Bob Iger did. Yeah. Feige well, ain't happy about it. I want old Bob back. Oh no, Bob! I don't even know what Bob Chapik looks like. So he looks like a create your own character, like a the default settings for create your own character. I think in like NBA. Okay, I think that's. I think that's if this is a guy I'm thinking of. I think he looks like the default character in NBA 2K. Hold up, let me look up Bob Chapik. Well, this is Bob not Chapek. the guy I was thinking of. Well, never mind. <laughs> I, I, when I got out of the when I finished up this movie though, like the one word that I that I wanted to describe it as was overstimulated. Yeah, yeah, I was very, I was very, very stimulated by the end of the movie. I was like, holy moly, a lot just happened. I, yeah, I was like, there's so much packed into that movie, but it was so enjoyable. Like my standout characters. Ratcatcher too. I I really enjoyed her character arc and her little father daughter moment with Taiko Atiti. He also just exists everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He's in Star Wars. He's in the MCU. Now he's in DCEU. I I love that he was in this. I um, well, so was um the chick who plays Mantis. She was in this movie too. She was. Yeah, I guess people didn't recognize this because they're like, I watched the movie and when they go into the club for that in Corzo Maltese, like there's dancers at the top of the stage. And I saw immediately, I was like, oh, that's Palm Clementif. I think that's how you say her name. I was like, that's the chick who plays Mantis. And apparently nobody knew that. 
sure about that. I'm 100% positive about that. Tom Clem. I'm not even going to look up her. I'm, I'm, I cannot spell her name. Let's see. Mantis. MC. All right, let's see. What is her? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did like say her name right. Holy moly. Avengers Endgame. Okay, Tom Clementief. The, oh, Holy moly. Wow, she is. Yeah. She is in the Suicide Squad. How about that? Another scene that, uh, well, I guess I, the characters I enjoyed the most I didn't finish, but I enjoyed Ratcatcher too. I, I really liked her character arc. I really liked Rick Flagg in this movie. Like, I really, really liked him and Harley Quinn. Like, those are my three just... And then, I mean, Nanawe is up there at, like, gold standard. But you can't. Cause just because I, I don't think anyone doesn't not like him from this movie. Yeah. Nanawe. But yeah. those three just, I loved. Harley Quinn was a phenomenal rat catcher too she had a sweet character arc and um i liked rick flag so yeah. much so much my standout characters my top three standout characters were harley quinn amanda waller and i, I guess i kind of drift around on the third one i might say peacemaker just because there's more they can do with him like of all the characters after okay besides the first two I just named, I think of all of the characters in this movie, they have more to do with him than anybody else. Like mm-hmm. you can kind of just throw King Shark in wherever you want, and he'll just be a great side piece to a story. Bloodsport, like I feel like they kind of just wrapped his thing up. Like he's kind of he's done. His daughter's safe, yada yada yada. But like Mar- like Harley Quinn can go wherever she wants. She will lead. That's mm-hmm. cool. Amanda Waller will be very interesting, whatever she's in. And then I feel like Peacemaker has more stuff to do. So yeah. Yeah, that's that scene where they're in the the truck. Rick Flag, mm-hmm. John Cena, and Bloodsport. I like how I just call him John Cena, not Peacemaker. It's John Cena, bro. But like when they're talking about the death blow, and all three of them, uh, what was it on on three or whatever, and they all like headbutt those guys and kill them in like one death blow. Oh yeah. I, that was just such a sick scene and when they're walking out of that truck when like it's exploding i was like is this like some miami beach party right now they're like all jack dudes in like these tight tiny t-shirts yeah bro miami vice baby i thought that was hilarious oh i this is just these are things that i love but i loved the like the title cards where it's like meanwhile with harley yep. operation save harley operation jotunheimer like i loved those just like it like said each chapter that was going to happen in the movie. I, th- yep. I thought that was great. Yeah, I agree. I got to think, was there like, I guess the only things that like I really didn't enjoy. I mean, some of the comedy fell flat for me. Wasn't the best. Um, And I mean, this is just me, but like I knew that I kind of had a gut feeling for everyone who i thought was gonna die died so i kind of was going into this movie with that in the back of my mind but um there's not like anything super bad about this movie no i've only i mean you've seen it twice right one and a half times yeah okay i've only seen it once and that was like two weeks ago wait yeah no last week a week ago yeah that's another thing i guess like Mom was telling me about this, but apparently, like, if you're a content creator and you talk about these kind of things, you have the chance to see these movies, like, early, like, with press screenings and that stuff. Yeah, well, I don't think we really fall into that. Hey, 
James Gunn. Yeah, I mean, if this we review. Talk, I mean, if we keep talking about Star Wars and DC and MCU movies, I mean, we might, but like, we got to talk more about them and probably get a promote our podcast better and actually run our YouTube channel. <laughs> hey, James Gunn, man, look, I'm a big fan. So, if you want to give us any uh, early press screenings for The Suicide Squad 2, would you watch a sequel to this? Yeah. I would yeah. too. I don't know. I don't even care, like, what it'd be about. Like, at this point, I'm just kind of like, if I heard, like, they were coming out with a sequel to this and James Gunn was creatively involved, I'd be like, sure, I'll watch it. Yeah. I definitely would watch it. I would definitely watch a sequel to this movie. Wait, you didn't know about press screenings? No, no, no. I did. But, like, I'm saying that, like... Especially for this movie, it sounded like a lot of just like even like lower level content, like not just the media and, you know, your big, big content creators like your Christian Harloffs and Collider and like all those other. It sounds like even lower, like people who don't have as big of followings were even able to see this movie. So I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. But um, yeah, I would definitely see I would definitely watch a sequel to this movie, even though this is already kind of a sequel, but not really. Yeah, I don't know though. What would you? What, what's? What do you? What do you rank this movie? I don't know how we do our movie rankings. Um, out of ten, I'd probably give it an eight. I'm the same way. What's that? We had like words that we were gonna say with it. Oh, whelmed, underwhelmed, whelmed, or overwhelmed. I think no, I was like just other words. I'm not gonna say like whelmed. I'm not gonna limit it to those three. Um, it's a very fun ride. Um, but it's not for the faint of heart. That's true, I guess. I'd say this movie is spectacular. It's a spectacular suicide squad. It's, it's just so much fun. I enjoyed it, and I think about it so much more. Like, when I got out of the theater, I was like, I'd give it a 7. Now I'd give it, like, an 8, just thinking about it more. Yeah. But I wanted to do a quick, like, little... I saw this thing on the <clears throat> on Instagram, and I thought it would be fun just to do with you i know you haven't i guess i'll do it with the movies that i think you've seen okay. but which movie would you which movie do you prefer more the suicide squad or guardians of the galaxy volume 2 suicide squad the suicide squad i haven't seen the original one. no well, yeah, yeah i know what you mean um the suicide squad or avengers one oh that's a good question right now Ugh. See, okay, because I've seen parts of Avengers 1 recently. It's just not as rewatchable right now. I would think I'd have to say the Suicide Squad. Like, Avengers 1, I really liked it, but, like, it's not that rewatchable for me. No, I agree. It's, like, the more I watch it, the less I like it. You're just like, all right. Yeah. Cool. I mean, like, it's kind of a bummer because when it came out, it was, like, the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, nobody had ever done that before, but now, like, everybody does it, and you're like, eh, all right, it's okay. It's it's kind of meh, yeah. Um, The Suicide Squad or Far From Home? Hmm. I know which one I'd say for this. I really liked Far From Home. I really liked Far From Home, but, again, that's another one of those movies where I just, like, watched, and I was like, okay, cool, like, I like Peter Parker, good for him. I think Suicide Squad is something I could rewatch like with friends and with other people. So I'm going to say the Suicide Squad. I'm the same. I wasn't that big on Far From Home. So this is kind of an easier one for me. Okay. 
Um, and then you haven't seen Black Widow or Aquaman, have you? No. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do both of those, but I guess for me, if I prefer the Suicide Squad or Black Widow, the Suicide Squad, 10 out of 10 times. So much more fun than Black Widow. And Aquaman, I don't like Aquaman as a movie at all. <laughs> Does movie. he actually wear that lame suit that's like the OG suit? I don't think it's lame. I think it's lame. Boo. And <laughs> bird. Um, and then I was gonna do the Snyder cut, but I think you and I both would do the Snyder, Snyder cut. cut. Yeah. yeah. Snyder Did cut I... something else. I tell you, Riley and I were talking after the movie, and he told me he guarantees within ten years or in ten years there will be a crossover between DC and Marvel. And I said, "You are so far from the right answer; it's like not even funny." Oh, you, yeah, trying to get trying to get Warner Brothers and Disney to work together that would <laughs> never happen. Good luck. Yeah, that would. It was hard enough it, to get. It was hard enough to get Sony and Marvel slash to Disney work. to work together. Yeah. And that's the same property. Yeah. You think you're going to get... Maybe it'd be easier just because they're separate properties, but then like... No, it's because it's like, to... who's represented better? It's like, well, our guys yeah, exactly. are, are getting this, and uh, blah, 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 they're not yeah. going to want to watch. It's like, that would never fly. Would I watch that? Oh, 100%. But... I don't know happen? if I would, because I like, what's the tone of the movie going to be? I don't know, but because... I would definitely watch it. Because Zack Snyder's Justice League cannot exist in the same tone as the Avengers. Yeah, I know, but I think that's like the yin and yang sort of it then. I, I, that doesn't even like interest me. Honestly, like I, I may be like a hot take. I'm just like not even interested in like a crossover like that. I don't know. I would watch it, but I don't think it would ever happen. No, it'd be so lame. Yeah. It, it would just never, like, business-wise, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, no. There's no chance I could see Warner Brothers and Disney getting... Would they make on. a shitload of money? Yes. Oh, it would billion, billion-dollar movie. Right Easy. There. People would be like, what? Let's watch this. Like, I mean, I would go see it just to see what it was. But, like, that, like, across... Okay, is, that's the only reason why I could see it ever happening is because those companies would make so excuse me so much money yeah like an absurd amount of cash yeah big big money big money boy big money boy but uh yeah I guess that's the suicide squad I was a big fan of this movie I loved it the more I think about it, it's just a fun, fun superhero movie. It's the most fun I've had at a superhero movie. Oh, God. I had, more game? F- I had more fun watching this than Endgame. That's not saying that this is better than Endgame, but I had more mm. fun watching this than Endgame. In the theater, I'm definitely ranking Endgame above. Like the ex- theater experience, I am a hundred percent ranking Endgame over this because. Oh no, I am as well. I'm just saying, like, how much fun I had. Endgame was a very like it was an event. It's an event. Yeah, I wouldn't like say it was Snyder like, Cut is an event. I wouldn't say Endgame is like a fun movie because like yeah. the only fun part is like the end, kind of when they all team up. But true. That's just fan service, then. Yeah. 
which is well deserved. But yeah, we kind of, we kind of deserved it at that point. But yeah, I guess that's uh, those are my thoughts on the Suicide Squad. You got anything else with it? Bird, bird. <laughs> I would definitely watch a sequel. I really hope that the box office numbers don't get to Warner Brothers' head because I really want them to make another one. I want James Gunn to make another. Yeah, I want James Gunn to stick around. I do as well. But, when um, do you when do you think we're going to see a trailer for the Batman movie? Oh, when were we going to get a second trailer? Shit, probably not till I think they're doing another DC fandom coming up, so I think they might release it there. The real question, did you wait? I don't know if this was a dream or not. It might have been a dream. Maybe it wasn't a dream. I Did you see the leaked Far From or No Way Home trailer? It's not real. It's not real. That's the fakest fan-made trailer. I don't know. I just saw it and I can't remember. If, that's why I couldn't remember if it was from a dream or not. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw like, I saw something like that on Instagram and I was like, this is the fakest thing I've ever like seen. The hand, like the handheld camera footage from some theater. I'm like, yeah. what theater is this and where are they taking this video? I, I just enjoy watching people try and theorize when the trailer is actually going to come out. <laughs> Dude, the trailer's going to come out after the movie. Yeah. I, I mean, part of me hopes that everyone's wrong and like Toby and Andrew just aren't in this movie. <laughs> I kind of hope they all doll. I hope like they are and they just die right away. <laughs> Everyone would be so pissed. Like the movie would get review bumps. Like Toby and Andrew didn't show up in the movie. It'd be like masters of the universe all over. It's like, Oh dear, you have a Spider-Man movie, but you'll kill all your Spider-Man right away. Yeah. Good Lord. Meanwhile, DC fans are like, we've been here. We've already had to do this with the Snyder cut. <laughs> We had, to bully yeah. our stu- we had to bully our studio into making it. <laughs> literally bully the studio. <laughs> That's literally what they... I mean, I can't blame them because it was a good movie. So. And they're currently bullying them for him to finish his freaking trilogy at this point. Yeah, kind of rightfully so, though. What is? What are the next... Like, I don't, I don't, Do you have to go right now? Do you, do you have to leave? Yeah, I'm going to get heading out here soon. Okay. Paul I just didn't Scheller. know... That getting angry that i'm not eating dinner with them so well they don't understand the life of a content creator they don't we're trying to get we're trying to get to press screenings and an interview with dave filoni that's really all we want with this podcast (laughs) (laughs) we're not even here for money we're just here for like cool things to do oh my god i just love talking about it i'm here for the love of the game okay yeah me too cool thanks for killing my funny response it was so comical. I'm such a funny guy. What's the next DC movie that comes out? Batman. The Batman. That comes out in March of next year, I think. Did they have another one planned for after that? Or like another DC movie planned after that? Or is everything kind of just... No, then it's either Black Adam or Shazam 2. And The oh, Flash is being filmed right now. Oh, we got to talk about that at some point. I am so excited for that movie. I'm as well, especially since Ben Affleck is back. And Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they have a female Superman, but I think Henry Cavill might be in it as well. Dude, this. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that movie. I Regardless, well. you got salmon sitting upstairs that dad's probably Upset freaking out over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess with that, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with someone who you think would enjoy. 
like James Gunn. Um, <laughs> send us an email if you have any questions. It's legionairepodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at legionairepod. And with that, I'll let Cal send us away. We are Legion. Thank you.